At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. Hello, and welcome to a Monday edition of Long Shots. Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin here. Going to recap real quick what happened this past weekend. Spoiler alert, it was great. Uh, what went on over there in the Farmers Insurance Open. Take a quick look at the odds board as we head into the AT&T, see if there's anything we want to bring forward with us as we look into some of these other tournaments that are coming up as well. Kelly Bidland, uh, you and I made our debut here on Long Shots last week. Open things up with an outright winner, Max Homa, 13 under for the Farmers Insurance Open. Wins by Damn. two strokes over Keegan Bradley, who we also had. So uh, <laughs> feeling feeling pretty good here to uh, to kick things off. Keegan, two strokes behind at 11. Morikawa with an outright third in that one. 1.56 million for Homa, 948,000 for Keegan, and then 600 for Morikawa for our one-and-done players out there. By the way, with our full, uh, full podcast that we're going to be doing on Tuesdays, Kelly, we are going to give some one-and-done thoughts at the end as well. So uh, stick around for that if you are in any of these big one-and-done tournaments. Yeah, good. Absolutely. We'll start working those in. We we got to get our own going. We, we, we failed to set that up. But, yeah, me, me you, and Wes got to get one going. That's for sure because that will uh, – that will add some added intrigue into those Tuesday ones. But, yeah. Uh, Spice it up we, a tad, if you will. Yeah, exactly. So what, what are we up to? Six wins for Max Homa on tour now. Uh, Matt, I think the I think the big thing to, to bring up here uh, about that tournament is uh, is Homa. And, and something you bring up often, often uh, when talking about golf handicapping and the win equity uh, part of it. And this guy has it at this point. I, I mean, it's it's when you can look down an odds board and we talk about betting outrights. That's a major factor. How many, how often can these guys truly go out there and win? Um, and I think Sunday, you know, really encompass or Saturday, I should say Saturday really encompassed that more than, you know, more than what you normally see in a tournament, right? You saw him pull away from a pack of good players, really good players, world-class players and catch that guy who, you know, maybe didn't belong in that group who then mm-hmm. ended up falling back. Right. But I think that takes some mental fortitude uh, along with a great game to be able to pull that off. So another great win by Max Homa. Uh, I believe you and Wes, right? Both had outrights on them. What this, what this makes for uh, for me, Matt, is a milestone tournament. It is the first tournament now where I uh, just bet a finishing position bet on a guy that went on to win it outright. 
There I was go. wondering when that day would come, and this the day has arrived. Max Homa, you are the guy. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a little upset with myself. I didn't end up betting that outright on him, but but a win's a win's a win's a win, right? Exactly. And tip the yeah, cap to you, sir, it because it doesn't take much talking me into a Keegan Bradley uh, bet. But as soon as you started talking about him, I, I grabbed a top five. I was like, good enough for me. If Matt likes him, I've always liked him. So I'll grab that at 12 to one. So that was a big cash for me uh, this weekend. And like you said, a great, a great start for us here on the long shots. Yeah, it was, it was good stuff here. And, and I'm glad you brought up that win equity point. Cause I do want to drive that home here and something you're going to hear us talk about certainly throughout the course of the golf season here on the big pod. And what we want are guys that can close. We are, what we want are guys that possess whatever that is yep. that is able to go ahead and get these bets home. And listen, you know, I took a shot on a guy that Ke- uh, that Kelly and I have bet many a times in Brendan Steele. And, you know, I did a top 10 on Brendan Steele because my numbers played out. Brendan Steele finds himself after two rounds right at the top of the leaderboard, comes back and goes 76-75 on the weekend because that's just kind of what Brendan Steele does. The win equity for him is just almost non-existent. And, and that's why when we take some of these guys, and Kelly, this is a point that I think you and I will really try to drive home. There are going to be some guys that we've really just never bet outrights on, but you're going to see us bet these top 20s on these guys all the time or top 30s or top mm-hmm. 40s. You're going to be like, guys, why do you always bet these guys top 40 or off top 30 or top 20 and you don't ever bet these guys outright? And it's because they don't win and they have no win equity whatsoever. They are good enough to hang around. They're good yeah. enough. They're professional lurkers, Kelly. That's what we <laughs> call them. Professional lurkers. That's what yeah. we call them. They're professional <laughs> lurkers, but they just don't win these tournaments. And, and you know, look, they're good to keep your bankroll healthy, but they are very bad to drain your bankroll if you continually bet them with outrights. Yeah, totally. I mean, and, and you know, examples of this, right? If you're asking, it's, you know, to, it's how we talked about Tony Finau a year and a half ago, right? right? Or a year ago, yeah, even a year ago, but a year, year and a half ago, that's how we talked about Tony Finau. Um, you know, in the second place, Keegan Bradley, I think, is a guy you could make that case for, mm-hmm. right? Like, Keegs uh, can go, you know, real low or real high, depending on the day. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I got a little nervous when he had to start putting the, uh, putting the, uh, pedal to the floor there on those, uh, those last yeah. couple holes where I'm like, Oh boy, Kings is going to be going for it here. He might play himself right out of this top mm-hmm. five. Um, a couple other guys that I, I don't know what, what all stood out to you at the tournament, but another top 20 bet that I got home that man, this guy is, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to sound the alarms but someone to keep an eye on here is Jason day, just continuing to play well now. Um, you know, T seven finishes eight under, I don't really know if I was in the camp of believing we were going to see a big resurgence from this guy. Uh, I don't know, maybe ever again, but he's been looking good here the past couple of months. So I played him in one and done this week. So that was my, in the big, in the big one and done tournaments. I played him because here's a couple different reasons. One, you know, lots of track record at at that course. Uh, secondly, injury history with Jason day of recent, I wanted to get him while he's healthy. I wanted to get him before he had time to maybe, you know, let some of these back injuries that have been lingering, yeah. you know, creep Injure back in. Again. Yep. So I just wanted to get at him early. I ended up playing him a one and done. It was, you know, good for 282,000 for him. Another guy that was good for 282,000 is John Rom, who shoots a, a round 173, comes back to go 67, 66, but then shoots 74 there in round four. And, and Kelly, listen for me and for you, I think for golf betters everywhere, 
hallelujah that he is that he can shoot 74 still on Sunday because had he gone out and shot another 66 or something like that on Sunday golf betting was going to be ruined for us I mean like it, oh, it just yeah. it was it was going to be horrible and so you know the fact that John Rahm isn't going to go out and even if he finds himself you know in that top three he's not just a shoe in to win the tournament at least for us right now it was a it was a blessing in disguise, certainly for me, because I mean, we were about to get into a point where we couldn't even play outrights anymore. We're basically just going to only be in placement markets. I mean, I only bet one outright last week because I I already felt we were starting to see. I, I thought that that range, you know, when Homa was right in that range of kind of guys on the odds board that I didn't really think had been adjusted. For it felt like they had cut John Rom's odds almost in mm-hmm. half, essentially, right, and then didn't adjust anybody you know, past him to about, to about 30 to one. So, I mean, that was really why I stayed, it was stayed away mainly from the outright. So you're right. We dodged a bullet there. I ended up getting in on him live on that. What was it? Thursday when he was making a strong yeah. push, um, ended up getting in on him live on that, on that, in that round. But like, I do, I completely agree with what you just said. I, I'm happy to throw away a few bucks on that live bet, if you know, if that doesn't mean John Rahm isn't going to go full Tiger Woods on us and kind of ruin golf outright betting. Yeah, I, you know, listen, we had Homa, we had Bradley. If you kind of go down the board a little bit further, there were some other guys that, listen, made the cut. I mean, that, that were never really in contention. I had a 301 on Bramlett. He finishes T13. So we're at mm-hmm. least one of the things I like to do. We talked about the Brennan Steele collapse and all of that, but he did make the cut. It was around Jonathan Vegas again, made the cut and was around. So we had these tickets on these guys that are there. And, and that's kind of one of the ways that I go back when the tournaments are over. And even if the guys weren't in contention, listen, was I, were, was I on guys that made the cut? Were, were I on guys that like, you know, were at least around and, and all that? And at least lets us know that maybe the process was right and was there and we were kind of sniffing in the right direction. We'll say this a million times also on this podcast and move forward. Only one guy can win a golf tournament. So like hitting these outrights, there's 150 guys going to be teeing it up. Only one guy can win a golf tournament. So we're as long as you're getting guys to make the cut, they can find themselves around. That's kind of what... We're looking for here, Kelly. So I think we did pretty good in this first go at it. One of the guys, I think, too, to keep an eye on. I mean, listen, supposedly has a new swings, has whatever. Ricky Fowler, T11 right there. He's around. You've got, you know, Finau did have the bad round in there on Sunday at the 73. But, you know, he's still a top 10 guy. So I think these guys. Even that, that, Matt, it was just a bad putting day, really, right? I mean, it was like an atrocious putting day. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I think Finau, I mean, he showed he could bounce back from that a little bit. So I'm not really too worried about him at all. Um, And the, yeah, man, I mean, uh, Ricky Fowler, that's that's dang impressive and great to see. I think if you're, I mean, geez, if you're the PGA Tour, you got to be thrilled, Ricky. Yeah. uh, Ricky playing better. I mean, he's one of the biggest draws you get in a tournament, period. Um, so I, yeah, I think that's great with all the stuff going on with live right now, Hideki playing well, finish inside the top 10. He's a guy, man. I just, I, I feel like I can never bet because you never know what's coming with him. Yep. Um, I think, you know, Fowler's next big step here is okay, cool. He's shown some flashes. He's just got to put together some more consistency. It, it felt like yeah. he was just watching him in that final round. It's like, he'd go one good hole, one bad hole, one good hole, one bad hole. Um, you know, and even sometimes, 
I mean, she's a scorecard even says that it's birdie, birdie, you know, par bogey, birdie, bogey, birdie. It's like, yeah. it, it was just kind of all over the place. Super day. colorful for him, yeah. for sure. One other guy I want to talk about, and then we'll move on to the yeah. AT&T here is just, uh, you know, Will Zalatoris goes 68, then 77 mm-hmm. to miss the cut. You, I, I just, I just have to wonder, listen, we'll hear what he has to say as we head into, you know, the next tournament that he plays. We'll hear what, you know, comes out from all these golf beat writers that get to talk to these guys. But I, I do wonder if there was any sort of injury thing that went on. You know, we talked, we know that he was coming back off injury. We know that that is at least out there. Did he, did he stiffen up? Did he, whatever, you know, I, I don't know, but again, it goes 68, 77 to miss the cut. And I think for me with old Willie Z Kelly, no matter what my model tells me, I think I'm going to need to see it on the course first before I come back in on him with an outright and this unless these numbers just drift to a point where it's just just egregious uh yes I agree I I was wondering where you were going to go there I yeah I don't think he's going to be taken off my betting board completely but I I, I'm right there as far as an outright perspective man I'm right there with you on him right now and Colin Morikawa you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and that might be recency bias a little bit because I just got burned on him a couple weeks ago. But, but look, man, I think that's – I was impressed he was able to, you know, bounce back and play as well as he did this tournament. But after what Rom did to him in that tournament, I, I, I'm i a little worried about his just mental uh, fortitude about closing, right? I mean, yeah. how we just started this podcast talking about Homa and closing. I need to see that for Morikawa, I think, before I'm on him in an outright bet again. So we move on to Pebble Beach. We've got the AT&T here. This is a pro-am. It's a three-course rotation. Full-on. Going to get it. go ahead and tell you guys right now, not going to be a not going to be an extensive card for me. I hate this tournament. Yeah, me too. I, I hate the three different course rotation. The only course that we have shot link data on, obviously, is just the Peb, Pebble Beach course. And so I, it's just, you know, we don't have the shot link data for the other stuff. It's, it goes back into that weird thing again, Kelly, where it's like, you know, are these guys okay with playing these six-hour rounds and dealing with the three, you know, the 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 54-hole cut instead of the – so it's just lots of yeah. stuff for me. But top of the odds board is going to be a little thin, guys, because a lot of the players are overseas right now playing over in Abu Dhabi. So it's Matt Fitzpatrick, Jordan Spieth, Victor Hovland are really your big three names here, 11, 11, and 12 over at DraftKings right now. And then it is all the way to 20 at Mav McNeely, Tom Hoagie at 22, Seamus Power at 22, just to kind of let you know the gigantic fall off when it comes to star power at this thing. Kelly, like I said, I'm not going to have a ton of, of of action in this thing. If For me, I'm never going to stay near the top of the board for this either with the three-course rotation. I think a lot of wacky things can happen. I'm probably going to have three or four outrights. It's probably going to be in the mid-range, and we'll just kind of we'll regroup here in a couple weeks at Waste Management whenever we get the elevated prize pool and everybody's going to be there. Yeah, the uh, yeah, no, completely agree with you. This is always one I try to tread lightly on, but... Um, you know, just looking at this odds board and who and who's taking place, I I don't want to say I'm surprised to hear you say that, but the problem the problem is with this odds board, and the way these outright numbers are shaping up, man, if Fitzpatrick, Spieth, Hovland, almost any of the three of them, still think I, I still think I'd rather bet those guys at those kind of numbers than a you know McNeely, Sheamus, Power, you know at at not even double or du- double the odds. 
Um, yeah. Feels like there should be a bigger separation there. So I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if I land on maybe one of those shorter shot guys and then sprinkle in some longer long shots. Um, yeah. The one guy, the one guy I am disappointed because I think you and I were both on him a couple weeks ago. Was Andrew Putnam. Um, yep. He was another guy I was kind of looking to looking to play off of. And maybe I'll still end up on him. Again, we, me and you will be running all our bottles and everything. We'll be getting back in that tomorrow's show. But just seeing him at 28 to 1 uh, hurts a little bit because I was hoping to get him at a little bit of a longer number than that. As you guys start your research tonight and and tomorrow, and just remember, this is this is nothing like last week. It is shorter courses, should be easier setups because of the pro am that we've got going on as well. So those the conditions and what type of player can be successful here is much much different than what we got last week. So that is not something that we are going to be really taking into consideration at all. I mean, we look at past winners here, shorter guys, kind of guys that that aren't known, you know, Daniel Berger, Jordan Spieth. We've got those type of guys uh, that have had success here. And, you know, it's also doesn't have to be a who's who, really. We've had Brant Snedeker win, Jimmy Walker win. We've had Ted Potter win. Yeah, I mean, we've had Hoagie win at 66 last year. So uh, you don't always have to be one of the favorites to win this thing either. So just kind of keep that in mind. Scores are going to be pretty low, going to be in that 17, 18, 19, 20 ish range as far as who's going to win this deal. So, uh, going to have to play well and going to have to play well for all four rounds if you want to get it done at this deal. Again, it's Monterey, Spyglass, and Pebble Beach. Only Pebble do we have shot link data on as you go back and start to do your research. Kelly, I know that we will. We will uh, get Wes on here tomorrow. You and I will run through the models, see what we've got going on, see if there's anything that we have. Um, you know that we want to get in the account fairly early here but fellas if you want to look again the the top of the odds board i don't think we're going to get a ton of movement here i don't think this tournament's going to draw a ton of early action i don't you know again without all the star power i just think everyone's going to see 11 on matt fitzpatrick or 11 on spieth or 12 on hovland i, I can't imagine people are gonna be piling in the money on those guys so i don't think you got to act fast but i guess i could be wrong kelly yeah, yeah, I I would agree, but yeah, you know, you know, you never know. <laughs> that is yeah. true with some of these, some of these yeah. guys, and some of these tournaments, right? I mean, like this one is a little bit funkier. Um, you know, if someone's just looking at tournament history, obviously Jordan Spieth has done really well here, second place last year, T three the year before, T nine the year before that. Um, so you know, pretty consistent results uh, from that guy. I mean, just real quickly, we'll get into all this stuff tomorrow. But if you are doing, you know, some of your own course handicap at home just remember uh, you know as matt mentioned a bit this is a shorter course uh you know when we're talking about the pebble beach one at least where they'll play where they'll play the final two rounds shorter co- shorter course of course you got small greens um that you know this is kind of the first time we're going to see smaller greens here uh this season um and then you got wider fairways too so it's a little it's a little bit different course to handicap um the you know i, I kind of I, w- I wish matt they would just play four rounds at pebble beach and we could actually get a uh, get rid of this pro am. You know, it's a beautiful place to watch. I love watching yeah. it on TV. I just hate the tournament setup. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I hate the pro am part, and I hate the three course rotation. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you 100. percent Rough's going to be short. All that different thing. Like, it, there, there's going to be score in here, guys. So don't yep. uh, don't overthink it. It's going to be it's going to be playing fairly simple. So that kind of keep that second in, shortest course on tour. It, yeah, yeah. In your in your handicap here, uh, guys. Always. Head over to VEASAN.com. Wes does an incredible write-up of the course and the course preview and things like that. So be sure and go in and read that before you start all of your research as well. Wes puts in a ton of work to kind of get you prepped for what you need to look at as we head in 
to the AT&T Pro-Am. And again, this is going to be a shorter card for, I think, most of us, most likely, as we head into the first really, really big tournament here of 2023, which we're going to get that elevated prize pool there at the Waste Management heading into the Super Bowl as well down there in Scottsdale. For Kelly, I'm Matt. Tune in to the full episode of Long Shots tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.